0: The number one Martinsburg Bulldogs have just one game left in the regular season. Snap back, placement down,
1: kick is blocked, it's blocked and it's taken right out of the air, racing down the near side is Cam Shallis with blockers, he's to the 40, to the Jefferson 30 and 20, he's to the 10 and chalice is going to return it all the
0: way. The undefeated Bulldogs travel 362 miles to Spring Valley to take on the Timberwolves in a redemption game from last season. This Friday with pregame at 6 and kickoff just after 7 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
2: Well, will just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers.
3: It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin.
0: Good afternoon and welcome into <laughs> this edition of the Sports Mix. What's up? Colin's <laughs> zooming in and out on his camera.
4: <laughs> it was too far zoomed in, so I tried to zoom in out, and it did, and then I held it too long, so it zoomed right back in right as he was about to switch to us. Colin McLaughlin, there you go. It's been a fun morning.
0: Uh, the show sponsored in part by Brown's Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sunday family-owned, full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880. And uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll, you know, we got, we got some time today. Why has today been the day it's been? why don't you let the audience know that may have not tuned in earlier
4: well uh for those of you that did not tune into eastern panhandle talk this morning with rob mario uh we may or may not have had a uh spiritual visit from a ghost when um miss anne Kilfern, the uh charlestown ghost lady was on the show talking about one of her visits it was definitely a strange uh thing that happened here in the studio is the lights started flickering and when i was back there recording the show on adobe the uh computer completely shut down as well as all of our, our internet so been an interesting one here i think you and rob the were studio. behind
0: yeah i think you and rob were behind it. i now, agree with nick on this i think something i think you guys were like well, well go, a, go to one of her tours and i think for i think you guys were like we have this lady coming in from the Charlestown ghost tours. We go gotta, to one of her
1: tours
4: and see we for got, yourself, we,
0: man. We, we, we got to make everything, uh, we got to make everything act like something's going on. Yeah. You're suspicious, Colin. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's sus. do it. Let's go on one You're of her sus. tours. You're sus. Colin's sus today. All right. Well, let's get into the show today. He's sus every day. That's true. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little more high school football. We'll get three interviews today, uh, Jefferson head coach Craig Hunter, Washington head coach Glenn Simpson, and Hedgesville head coach Matt Faircloth. Um, first, we'll, uh, we'll just talk more. You know, this will be my last day talking high school football on these airwaves ever. No, <laughs> before before pregame tomorrow, I will be not I, unless I, unless you want me to call in Nick tomorrow. I mean, I would presume we're going to talk about it during
5: the playoffs as well. So I don't know. What you're talking about. I'm talking, talking about my last day this week. Uh, you said ever. No, I didn't no, say he, ever. He said
4: last day, then you said ever. Yeah. And then he and said, said before pregame. Tomorrow. Okay.
5: Well, then isn't Follow pregame along,
0: tomorrow man. still this week? On the show. There you go. On the sports mix from 12 to 1, re-aired from 5 to 6.
5: I don't know. We may call you. We may
0: not. It just depends on our mood. Yeah, and who knows? our mood, I mean Brandon and I. Oh, He's He's confirmed. I thought he said so yesterday. I don't know. that Yesterday was an interesting day when we were out at Shepherd. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, talk some high school football. Obviously, Martinsburg, number one Martinsburg against uh, number eight Spring Valley. We'll have that game tomorrow. That'll be a 6 p.m. pregame show, 7 p.m. kickoff. And the people at Spring Valley, nice enough to move their kickoff back from 730 to 7, something that is kind of the customary time at seven thirty. that's the customary time for kickoff on the southern portion of the state and they moved it back to seven uh i'm presuming because martinsburg is going to make the trip home after the game in their charter buses yeah that would only make that sense
5: would definitely have something to do with it and obviously you know 7 p.m kick just makes sense i never really understood why they did seven thirty down there because everywhere else i've been uh or at least when i was in high school in pa we did seven uh up here obviously it's seven most places at seven i know now in maryland it's six thirty. so yeah i don't
4: know so they're making uh-huh. a full day trip out of it tomorrow that's gonna be a uh, tough typically you don't see that from them it seems like with the uh long trips at least obviously the one up to Painesville, they had the one night there with the hotel yeah, but, but but since since they before, have they have since they, they have a, they they got they got the dinner bus. today, so obviously they're, they're not, they're not gonna going to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Which means Speaking they're probably the getting dinner, up early and going tomorrow. Speaking of
0: the dinner Colin, dining with the dogs tonight uh 5:30 in the Martinsburg um cafeteria. Let me pull this up to read it. Well, we promised them we would kind of advertised for him on the show. Dining with the Dogs, tonight, 5.30 p.m. in the Martinsburg School Cafeteria. Tickets will be on sale. You can get them from 3 to 5 today or at 5.30 at the door, depending if there are any left. I've not heard an update on that. You can uh, uh, Tickets will be $5. Children 5 and under are free. Come enjoy a delicious meal prepared by Chef Jamie Breeden while dining in the company of the 9-0 Martinsburg Bulldogs. Dinner will consist of salad, chicken alfredo, bread, desserts, and drinks.
4: Sounds like a good carb load before a game. Yeah, it does. We never did chicken, Alfredo. Ours was always spaghetti. I don't know about uh, you guys before games.
0: I mean, I didn't play Back football. When you um, did. How about you, Nick, then? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We didn't
5: really have that great of meals. We would get, like, Subway or something. Like Day before, you never carb load? No. Interesting. We, we, that's why we sucked probably that's yeah probably i mean my team sucked and we still
4: did
0: <laughs> 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 that's why
5: that's why nick was an Alfredo.
4: offensive
0: lineman in high school i mean yeah he doesn't look like an offensive lineman no i was skinnier back <laughs> he then didn't too. have a carb load he didn't do the carb load he yeah, didn't, he's not gonna look like an offensive lineman all right well let's talk about more games number uh number five jefferson hosts hedgesville on senior night we'll talk a little bit more about that in the next segment um whether eat back oh uh albert gallatin of pa comes to number 16 spring mills spring mills needs to uh you know win this game to stay in the playoffs and washington number 17 just outside the playoffs needs to beat hampshire uh in order to you know keep themselves there next week it'll be a very tough game though because they have jefferson
4: yeah you want to go call you you i mean i was just going to agree that's definitely going to be a uh tough match washington just barely lost to jefferson last year when jefferson was a uh, two and six obviously this year they're seven and one definitely have uh made their program a top tier team in the uh state in washington as you said just on the outside looking in so that's a pretty big uh matchup at home for washington so maybe that'll benefit them maybe not i mean sammy roberts we've seen definitely it's has not a strong at home arm. for washington
5: they're
0: away He's talking about the
5: Jefferson. Oh, the game. Jefferson
4: game. Yeah, the yeah. Jefferson game still, sorry. Yeah, yeah.
0: We're we're a week ahead. We got to talk about Hampshire this week.
4: Okay, I mean, I still think that's a winnable game for him. Oh yeah, I Hampshire's think so too. Definitely a team that has struggled this year.
0: Yeah,
5: Hampshire seems to be getting better as a program, but overall, you know, I expect uh, Washington to win that game. They they've played well the last few weeks, and what makes Washington so tough obviously all their different formations and all the different stuff they can do so they're definitely a uh, tough team to defend
0: well let's hear from coach simpson right now we caught up with him on tuesday here's the interview we're now joined on the program by head coach of the washington patriots glenn simpson so you guys obviously had a big win last week 29 to 27 over musselman what were some things you were able to do to hold them off at the end
6: well we were just uh fortunate we had them well scouted and um we uh we were set up to uh, defend what we thought would be some of their, their best plays in that two-point conversion, and uh, we guessed right.
5: Coach, this is a back-to-back weeks where it kind of comes down to one of the last plays of the game uh, to win it for you. What what do you think that says about your team that you're able to kind of stay in and make those key plays in those big situations?
6: Well, I think it's, a, you know, growth and evolution of, of our program, uh, if you've watched this in the past, it always like fall just short in some of these tight games. And now, instead of finding ways to, to give up a, a defi- decisive score, we're finding ways to prevent it. So I think uh, it's, our, our young men are, are confident in what they're doing. They believe in their scheme. They believe in their, their coaches. They believe in each other. So, you know, even when the adversity comes, they, they've done a great job of getting ready for the next play and not letting something that happened earlier in the game, whether it be a quarter earlier or, or the, the play previous, to really impact the way they play the next one. So that's, uh, that shows a little bit of maturity on their part on their part as football players.
0: And you guys get to 4 and 4 on the year and uh right now sitting right outside the playoffs at number 17 with a chance, you know, the next 2 weeks to be able to to do some things to be able to get there. What does it say about your team that, you know, you're at 4 and 4 right now after kind of the start that you guys had and missing because of COVID and then, you know, kind of that middle of the season now to be able to put two wins together and, and you know, have what you're looking for right in front of you.
6: Well, every every goal that we set for ourselves at the beginning of the season is still ahead of us. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited for our program in that respect. Um, The uh, Like I say, everything's ahead of us. You know, uh, we got an opportunity to get a step closer, uh, playing a Hampshire team that that is kind of deceptive. You know, uh, Coach Rule out there is is building a program, and, and they're making strides and getting better year by year. And I know if we go up there, and we don't play our A game, you know. They're they're just as capable of beating us as anybody.
5: And you guys also have a lot of common opponents as well. So, getting to see them against some of the same teams that you've played against, uh, what does that kind of do for you when you're scouting?
6: Well, it's it's kind of fool's gold, is what it is. We can't play this game where, uh, you know, if you look at the one one particular common opponent. Uh, Parkview, you know, we scored uh, 21 points against Parkview. They scored 69 points. And so if we looked at that and, and did not take into account the time of the year it was, the personnel that was available for Parkview and for our respective teams, and, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into those things. You know, uh, I really only look at what they try to do schematically against those common opponents, uh, what worked against them, and uh, tried to get, a, get a, a pulse on their personnel, who's available for them, who did they have, who did they didn't, that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, the, the common opponent thing is, is nice because, you know, we understand a little more about who they've played but uh, can't look at uh, box scores and yardage totals and all those types of things and, and glean anything from it other than, uh, you know, they play a pretty decent schedule.
0: And uh, what are some things you guys are going to have to do this week in order to get a victory?
6: The same things that we have to do every week. We have to win the turnover margin. We have to, uh, we have to block well. We have to tackle well. Um, our margin for victory as you can see, after the last uh, couple of weeks, uh, you know, well, all four of our wins uh, have not been blowouts. So uh, our margin for error is, is not that big. However, I think uh, we're playing good complementary football. I think there are some things that we could uh, do a little better in, in the special teams area that could uh, help us out tremendously. But uh, on the whole, I'm very uh, excited about the way we're playing football right now when it counts the most.
5: What would you say uh, are some things specifically about them that they do well and, and could pose a challenge for you?
6: Well, one of the things they do is they, they do like to spread the field. They are not afraid to go sideline to sideline with their formations. Um, they are uh, more efficient in the run game than you might expect uh, given the fact that they, they throw the ball like 70% of the time. Um, so the the fact that they use the, the entire width and the length of the field, putting people in space really puts an emphasis on uh, good footwork, tackling, rallying to the football, and giving on, all that effort.
0: All right, Coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck
6: this week. Excellent. Thank you so much.
0: That was head coach of the Washington Patriots, Glenn Simpson, as they're currently sitting at number 17, just outside of the playoffs in the Week 9 WVSSAC playoff ratings. And then, as you heard right there, sitting at 17, and they're just outside those rankings. They need to win this week. And. I don't. I don't know how much other teams can. I mean, obviously, you want to go two and zero the next two weeks. It's going to be hard to go two and zero against a team like Jefferson next week. Um, But I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm not a computer numbers whiz, so I don't know what it would mean if they went one and one, and other teams within the top, you know, between fourteen and sixteen, all lost.
4: Yeah, scenarios are always tough, which is why you just got to focus on yourself. And as you said, go two and zero. Exactly. Uh,
0: we have reached the first break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. When we come back, we'll hear from head coach of the Hedgesville Eagles, Matt Faircloth, and head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter, as they face off this Friday. That's next on the sports mix. My way North Carolina. Staring up the
3: road, and pray to God I see headlights. I made it down the coast in 17 hours, picking me a
0: bouquet of dogwood flowers. And I'm hoping for Raleigh, I can see my baby
7: tonight. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two. We have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details.
8: Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti when you need justice. The number one
0: Martinsburg Bulldogs have just one game left in the regular season. Snap back,
1: placement down, kick is blocked, it's blocked and it's taken right out of the air. Racing down the near side is Cam Shallis with blockers, he's to the 40, to the Jefferson 30 and 20, he's to the 10 and chalice is going to return it all the way.
0: The undefeated Bulldogs travel 362 miles to Spring Valley to take on the Timberwolves in a redemption game from last season. This Friday with pregame
3: at 6 and kickoff just after 7 right here on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10.
0: Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. And uh, you like this
4: song, Colin? Yeah.
0: Nick, you like this song? I mean, everybody likes this song, Spencer. Doesn't it just get you hyped up? You say that every time you play it, so yeah. It gets me hyped up. Ready to talk about some EPAC on EPAC football action this week. The only matchup between two EPAC teams this week as the Hedgesville Eagles travel to the Jefferson Cougars. Or as Nick wants to say, the, say it. Go Cougas. There you go. Uh, I've had ever coaches at Jefferson. Hey, he'll be a free agent head coach. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's gonna happen. <laughs> uh, obviously, Hedges Coach look- Hunter's in a, in a great position. Say, yeah. yeah, he's not. In Maybe the he'll go to LSU. <laughs> Maybe they'll just swap. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, this contest obviously Jefferson number five and uh, Hedgesville, I believe, at number 21 or 22 in the rankings. Um, I believe it at, at 22. Let me double check. I should know them off the top of my head, but I really do not know. Uh, as this is live radio, and I don't know. Week nine rankings. Uh, they are sitting at 22 they're tied at 22 with parkersburg Uh, but obviously you know if they can somehow pull off this upset you know obviously jefferson reeling after that 42 to 3 loss to martinsburg you never know what what could happen i would say since they're coming off of that
5: kind of loss that i i think jefferson comes out ready to play and uh probably gets this win but again you, you can't count out a team like hedgesville that's been competitive with a lot of teams in the top 10 but i feel like if if jefferson somehow had beaten martinsburg and were on that high then maybe they'd be on upset alert because of uh, i don't know well i mean because then they 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 feel like oh hedgesville that's no challenge because we just beat martinsburg you know what i'm saying like but since they just got smacked and like got hit in the face a little bit and maybe a wake up call. You know they're going to come out this week, and I think probably play Jefferson football and get this win. But again, a a team like Hedgesville, as as tough as they are to play against with their physicality and stuff like that, um, I I think they probably get this win. I mean, Jefferson probably Hedgesville
0: coming off that bye week. The only problem they got some players quarantined as we'll hear. I don't know if they'll be off quarantine by the time the game happens. But the only reason I'm saying is because like you take a really bad loss and maybe you kind of just spiral. That could happen.
5: That could happen, uh, but uh, I feel yeah. like a well-coached team and a team that's played so well all year bounces back better than uh, just falling completely apart.
4: As I've mentioned multiple times, it's just if Roberts can get his accuracy down uh, or, excuse me, improve than uh, what we saw last week there against Martinsburg. It's those deep passes that each time he threw, he missed. I mean, they never connected on a single deep ball against Martinsburg, And if they do the same thing against Hedgesville, it doesn't matter who you play. If it's not connecting, you're going to yeah. fail either way. It doesn't matter if it's Martinsburg. It doesn't matter if it's Hedgesville. If you can't get your completions, you're going to possibly lose. And obviously, it's going to remain to be seen until tomorrow.
0: All right, let's hear from head coach of the Hedgesville Eagles, Matt Faircloth. We will now welcome to the program head coach of the Hedgesville Eagles, Matt Faircloth. You guys had a bye week last week, and uh, obviously we talked about this a couple weeks ago, that it seems like it's so far late in the season, you're thinking about kind of pushing that maybe a little bit forward next season and, and beyond, but what are some things you were able to do during your bye week?
2: You know, the biggest thing was get get guys healthy again and, you know, get out there and fix some stuff that we had seen the last few weeks we needed to clean up and work on some technique stuff and, you know, just focusing on us and, and taking the opportunity to get healthy and fix fine-tune some things.
5: Coach, I know you guys had a lot of uh, big injuries heading into this week as well, so uh, a good chance to get some guys back potentially this week or you still going to have a lot of guys out? Uh, you know, the quarantine
2: issues hit us the last probably four or five days, so – you know right now, just waiting on guys to get back off quarantine and uh get them back in the fold. They should all be back you know today and tomorrow, so for us, you know they were they had an opportunity to work out with us a little a couple of days last week and you know, it's, it's one of them things that's out of our control. But, you know, the guys that were really, really banged up, we have them back, you know.
0: Looking forward to this week, you guys have a now 7-1 and one Jefferson team you guys are playing. And last week it seemed like their offense just couldn't get going at all against Martinsburg. And uh, do, what did you see from that game that you guys can maybe exploit this week?
7: Uh, I mean,
2: you know, at the end of the day, anytime anybody plays Martinsburg, it's hard to really, you know, Fine tune what you want to really want to do because you know markburg they're just right now they're a superior team and you know it's hard to judge what what teams really do against them but I think for us it's definitely you know I think establishing our run game and you know taking away some of the stuff that they want to do they got some skill guys on the edge that they really want to get the ball to and they're really talented at the end of the day that score don't reflect what you know what Jefferson truly is I think the pressure of the game might have got to them. But, you know, we're going to focus on us and go out and we got another opportunity to play a top-five team and, you know, see where we're at with our program.
5: Coach, you mentioned that opportunity. I mean, it seems like you guys have gotten better against some of the tougher teams Teams in the state, uh, really starting even with Morgantown, and then uh, Martinsburg. Obviously, you guys were kind of in it for a half, had a chance to beat Princeton. So, do you think that this game, like you said, uh, gives you a chance now to really show how much improvement you made? Maybe if you can get the win, or or again, you know, play a really uh, play them really tough.
2: Yeah, you know, for us, it's it's all about growth. Uh, you know, how how have we grown from week one to you know now going into week nine and you know, have we gotten better at what we're trying to do? And, I, you know, over, over time, there you know, we sort of regressed, especially against Mossman. But then we came back out and really, I thought, played well against Princeton we should have won that game. But just where, where we want to go, where we want to be. And, you know, I think it's slow. It's a slow process. But I think we're going in the right direction with it for sure. And where our young kids are getting a lot of reps. So, for us, you know, it's all about the future. And, again, it's three weeks in a row we give ourselves an opportunity we win this week, you know. It's the same as if we would have won against Princeton. We win this week. We give ourselves a shot at getting in.
0: Yeah, and you bring up that that point, and you know, you guys are, you know, right now sitting at uh, twenty-two. And you face a Jefferson team, you could potentially get yourselves right out right there around the 16 mark, but it's definitely going to be a fight for you guys to get there. And the EPAC in general, the EPAC's got a lot of teams right around that fringe mark.
2: Not everybody thought that you know, going into a season where we had a 19 game losing streak that we would be talking about. A playoff picture. So for us, you know, getting to where we're in that that conversation and giving ourselves a chance each week to, hey, the door is open. Can we step in it? And, and, and that's the big thing right now is getting these kids to understand that here's an opportunity. You know, the door is open for you. We just got to walk in it.
5: Coach, uh, your two teams kind of have very different styles. Jefferson's got, uh, you know, one of the better quarterbacks in the state, and Sammy Roberts, he likes to throw it around a lot. And you guys are more of a physical run first football team. So how do you think that kind of plays a, a factor in this game? uh kind of similar to what you had in the princeton game they had obviously a really good quarterback as well
2: yeah you know the it's, it's game plan like we had against martinsburg and and princeton you know limit their possession uh eat that clock as much as possible and limit mistakes the biggest thing that killed us against princeton was mistakes we made mistakes and got you know 15-yard penalties when we didn't need them uh that's just being undisciplined and you know, some, some key turnovers here and there. It's, it, it's the little things, and you know that's what we're going to keep uh, preaching and harping on, and playing alignment, assignment football. When we do, when we when we play true to what we want to do, we're not we're not a bad football team. It's just. You know, when we go back to some of the bad habits that we've had here in the past couple of years, that's when we started start shooting ourselves in the foot.
0: And, you know, you talk about just going from where you were to where you guys are now. Obviously, you've made a jump so far, but what would it mean, you know, to you as a coach to be able to, you know, get to that 5-5 five and five mark on the season?
2: Uh, more, more. you know, for me, you know, it's like I tell the kids all the time, I've won my high school football game. Uh, it's more for these kids. These kids, they, they've earned – everything that they've got and you know, they put the work in and, and just to see them to be able to give themselves a shot at you know going into week week 11 and, and saying hey you win this one you could be in that's, that's where you want to be and that's where we want these kids to be because we know what they put into this. You know, outside of Hedgesville, nobody really understands the work that these kids are put in. So it's more for them. It's never about us, coaches. It's always for them.
0: All right, coach. Well, thanks for joining us. Best of luck this week, and we'll talk with you next week. All right, folks. Appreciate it. That was head coach of the Hedgesville Eagles, Matt Faircloth. We're now joined on the program by head coach of the Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. Tough loss last week to uh, um, Martinsburg, and it just seemed like the offense wasn't able to do anything.
9: Oh uh, yeah, I mean we just—I mean, like I got told the kids after the game. Um, when we go back and look at the film, we want to see it's a game of missed opportunities. And um, I just thought we, like, offensively just missed some opportunities that could have probably turned things around as far as maybe we connected on some of them deep passes, get some touchdowns out of them. It might open up a running game a little bit more and actually make them have to do something different defensively.
5: Coach, how do you uh, now go into this game or this week after a game like that and not let that loss kind of define your season? Because obviously you guys were 7 0 heading in, we're playing at a high level, and can still. Achieve a lot this year, even though you had that loss. So, how do you kind of refocus the team this week?
9: I mean, just the same thing I said after the game. Um, beating Martinsburg was a goal, but it wasn't the goal. Um, that's not the main goal of our season, and that one loss or that one game does not define our season or define our team. So, uh, just keep that and ask, keep that in perspective. And also, we still have a lot of things we're playing for. You know, we're playing for, still continuing to play for a good playoff spot and possibly a home playoff game. So there's a lot of there's still a lot of things we can hang our head on and play and play for.
0: And looking forward to this week, you got a Hedgesville team coming off of a bye. I know they were watching that game last Friday night. And what are some things that Hedgesville has done? You know, this season being able to get three wins so far, and you know, kind of building that program back up. Oh, uh,
9: you know, they're they're trying to do some good things. You know, Matt's trying to get things turned back around there. I would say they just they give you a lot of different formations that you got to get prepared for it and um they're gonna bring pressure. I mean from what I've seen on the film, they're gonna bring some pressure at us and they're gonna give us our defense a lot of formations that we just gotta get ready for in a short time frame.
5: Obviously too, uh you know, Hedgesville a very run heavy uh physical team. Kind of uh something maybe on Friday where you guys weren't as physical as you maybe wanted to be against Martinsburg. So what's it gonna to take to match Hedgesville's physicality? You
9: know, just just keep doing just keep plugging away what we've been plugging away at and, you know, hopefully we'll bounce back. Um, you know, we, we'll bounce back from last week and play well and, and hopefully get a victory and just keep poking away and get, go on to the next game to Washington and try to get ready for the playoffs.
0: Looking at the film for Hedgesville, what are some things that they can do that uh, that you think are, is going to be something for your team to be challenged?
9: Just a whole bunch of different formations to make sure that we get lined up correctly to those different formations because they do a lot of different formations. Some are unbalanced um, or you know, that nature. So we got to make sure we get lined up correctly Well, they'll put an extra tackle on one side and the Titans on the back side. So just making sure we're acknowledging that and recognizing that and getting lined up correctly to it.
0: What are some things that are being the, uh, like a key for you guys this week, specific, like specific keys.
9: Um, I think key things for us this week, as far as defense goes is the, um, like I said, just recognize the formations come when they come out the huddle. Just recognizing and making sure we get aligned properly uh, to those formations, uh, because like I said, they're going to give you some different looks to where you might have to slide your defensive line a little bit or do something different to it. Um, not necessarily be able to play straight up like we normally play. Um, so just make sure we're able, the linebackers are able to recognize. Uh, what's going on out there, and the secondary can recognize where the tight end is and just playing from there, playing from that aspect and playing from there and just offensively just being able to see the blitzing and being able to pick it up.
0: All right, Coach, thanks for joining us. Best of luck. All right, thank you. That was head coach of the 7-1 and one Jefferson Cougars, Craig Hunter. As we head to break for our Second break of the day. Segment sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons Ford just, off of, just east of Martinsburg off Shepherdstown Road. Go to parsonsford.com. When we come back, we'll talk high school volleyball as tonight. Colin's got to do play-by-play with Jim for a match. Uh, we won't have Jim on today. Busy guy, I believe. Uh, you know, got a job during the middle of the day, so he won't be on. But we'll talk volleyball as... Muscleman host Smithsburg of Maryland. That's next on the Sports Mix.
1: Hi, my name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances, we have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns and Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251, 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price-match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community.
8: Or The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is pleased to announce the continued expansion of services in the eastern region with the addition of vascular surgeon Omar Nadra. Board certified in general surgery, Dr. Nadra holds certifications in laparoscopic surgery, endoscopic surgery, and advanced airway management. The WVU Heart and Vascular Institute is at the Dorothy McCormick Center in Martinsburg with additional clinics nearby in Shepherdstown, Winchester, and Hagerstown. For more info or to schedule an appointment, call 304-350-3273 or visit MyWVUHeart.com um
1: Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for basic, intermediate, and advanced defensive handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. Remember that last trip to the auto mechanic? I also think your solenoid gasket is bad. What? Yep, that'll be another $500. Forget that and go to DNN Auto Specialist at 230 Tavern Road, Martinsburg, where honesty is their best policy, serving the Eastern Panhandle since 1974. DNN Auto is family owned and operated, specializing in exhaust alignments and tires. From general maintenance to major overhauls, they'll treat you right. Call DNN Auto Specialist at 304 267 4078. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and
3: Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM. AM 740 and TV 10.
1: This is literally the Sports Doctor, guys.
0: There it is, right there. Segment intro for Colin. The segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family-owned and operated. Family, or excuse me, 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg at Orsini's.com. Sports Doctor means volleyball segment time. Yeah,
4: it is. Uh, Should be a fun one tonight.
0: Yesterday we talked a recap of Muscleman's EPAC regular season title victory over Hedgesville on Tuesday. Now they play an out-of-conference, out-of-state game as they play Smithsburg of Maryland. That's uh, your, your color analyst's uh, former school where he coached.
4: Yeah, three-time state champion when he was the uh, coach there at Smithsburg. So it's going to be a pretty uh, somewhat emotional night there for Jim. But I know he's uh, amped up and ready to announce it as uh, it's going to be a tough one smithsburg still a pretty good program but obviously going up against musselman the best team in the state seven time state champions and he's been saying from what he's heard it might be a rebuilding year for smithsburg but they're still an elite program so a rebuilding for them is going to be different than a rebuilding that uh, we're used to seeing around the eastern panhandle athletic conference so i'm still expecting a pretty good competitive match tonight between these two teams and been trying to look at a smithsburg i don't know how accurate it is i'll have to keep looking it only says they're five and two on the year there in maryland on max preps and seven games this far into the season unless they start later than west virginia is a uh, kind of interesting i'll have to learn more about may- that before tonight
0: I think there's a possibility they may have had a COVID issue. I, I'm not too certain because the first game on September 9th, then they go all the way to September 28th without a game.
4: Yeah, I, I don't know. So that's it's uh, that's all strange. Was
0: that a three week period without games?
4: I, I'll look tonight and I'll uh, make sure to ask the coach when go to interview her. So
0: nearly three weeks, just a few days shy of three weeks.
4: So but yeah, it should be a. Uh, fun one tonight again pregame at 5 45 jv will start at six varsity will follow and you can uh watch the match between smithsburg and musselman on tv 10 as well as wrnr tv on youtube i, mean,
5: I think too it'll be interesting to see you know obviously smithsburg a, a smaller school than musselman but um still a very talented program so you know does that make a difference tonight do you think maybe them not having as many athletes in the in the school could that play a factor in in how this one goes i think will be interesting or if smithsburg gets a chance to kind of challenge themselves as a smaller school playing uh one of the bigger schools in the state of west virginia yeah i would
0: definitely agree on that and uh, this is kind of like the uh this is the final well, it's not kind of it's the final regular season game for musclemen before uh they have one more game
4: they have the quad tournament saturday i believe oh what's well, on their max preps Yeah, if you look at the uh, EPAC schedule, I'm pretty sure they have a quad tournament this Saturday and involved in it should be Morgantown, Martinsburg, and I always get the name wrong. Who's the number two team in the state? Number one in double A. I don't know why I always say it wrong. Think it's Shady Grove, Shady Springs, Shady Spring. There we Shady go. Spring, yeah. I don't, don't know th- why I always say that wrong. want to
5: combine right? uh, Spring Grove of Pennsylvania yeah. with yeah, uh, which is who? Well, so now on is, their schedule.
0: So this is weird. Their max prep schedule is very weird. Uh, yeah, I it doesn't know. have this game, but it does have this game at Martins or against Martinsburg on Saturday. I don't know. Which is that going to count into the? Are they rescheduling a match on Saturday? It just has that, which would then make them have the num- same number of matches that Hedgesville had in the in the EPAC. Cause remember, I said the other day, Hedgesville has one more game. EPAC yeah, they wise. probably
4: played another tournament one, but I mean the similarity that you can look at, I guess, with a. Uh Smithsburg as well as Musselman, both of those teams have played Martinsburg already and uh, both have beat Martinsburg. So I guess that's the only film that these teams are knowledge-wise can look at each other other than maybe what else is online. But other than that, they don't have any other uh, comparable opponents and haven't seen each other before. So,
0: yeah, so in I don't that know tournament, what to expect tonight between these that, two. In that tournament on Saturday, it's, it is at Musselman, It has Musselman, Martinsburg, Morgantown, and Shady Spring. There you go. But next week starts uh, the sectional play for this region.
4: Yeah, so that's a pretty big tournament with some uh, top teams right before the playoffs. That could possibly preview even the uh, state championship since Morgantown's number two in the state yeah you never know obviously obviously Hedgesville wants to get there maybe Spring Valley or GW but when you got the three top teams in the state all being in a tournament on Saturday that's something that is definitely going to be fun to keep an eye on
0: and then uh we'll just for sure now we've we've kind of nailed things down we've got to double check tonight with AD at Musselman uh but we're most likely going to be there Tuesday for Muscleman's match against Spring Mills Spring Mills in the sectional tournament. Yep. That has all been confirmed with the AD. Yeah, we just uh, got to kinda see kinda what knows time it coming. is. Yeah, we just got to yeah. make sure double check all the logistics-wise, but we have confirmed here that we are set to, to broadcast that game. Just have to make sure everything logistical-wise will work out with the schools.
4: Yeah, just want to see uh, the journey, hopefully, for Muscleman to uh, – possibly make it back to the state tournament as well as maybe even Hedgesville again to make it back. I know two teams already always get represented. So let's hope that the same thing happens. All
0: right. Well, we've reached the final break of the day. And uh, when we come back, we'll wrap things up on the sports mix. Talk a little World Series, Capitals and Wizards. That's next on the sports mix.
1: You need to keep your vehicle in good working order, but car and truck repairs can be very costly. Bears Repair in Martinsburg performs all kinds of auto repairs at prices most often well below their competition. Bears Repair offers tune-ups, oil change and lubrication, small and large engine and transmission repair, wheel balancing, front end alignment, exhaust system replacement, air conditioning checks, auto inspections, and new tires. Stop by for a free estimate at Bears Repair, 904 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg, phone 262-0208. Bears Repair.
8: When it comes to breast cancer, early detection is the key. During the month of October, WV Medicine Berkeley Medical Center and Jefferson Medical Center will offer 3-D mammogram screening clinics to women 40 and older on select Saturdays at our women's imaging centers in Ransom and Spring Mills for just $60. This discounted fee helps patients who haven't met their deductible, whose insurance doesn't include one with an annual exam, or for those with no insurance. Schedule your 3-D mammogram today. Call WV Medicine at 1-844-802-2734. Option two.
5: Him. it's ncaa division two football on tv 10 as the shepherd university rams travel to bloomsburg for a matchup with the huskies there goes ronnie brown into the secondary 30 25 20 still on his feet cuts it back at the 10 and he'll get into the end zone touchdown shepherd what a move by ronnie brown pulse with the cleanup block the Rams roll into Redmond Stadium on a four-game winning streak. Kickoff is scheduled for 2 p.m. with pregame coverage beginning at 1.30. Right here on TV10 and WRNR-TV on YouTube.
3: You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10.
0: Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg as we... Uh, you know, wrap up this segment of a wrap up the show today. This edition of the Sports Mix. The Wizards got a win last night, one sixteen to one o seven, over the Celtics, and uh, able to put up twenty nine points in the fourth frame and thirty eight in the in the uh, second frame. Pretty good for them, and uh, they were led by Montrez Harrell with twenty five points. Spencer Dinwiddie had twenty two points uh, for the Wizards, able to get that victory. Did you see any of that, Nick?
5: Yeah, I, I did check. A, uh, did see a little bit of it. Um, obviously, the big news, I think, for the Wizards, Daniel Gafford going down with a thigh contusion. So he'll have an MRI today. Um, obviously, he, he's a guy that they've already invested some money in, uh, sign, re-signing him before the season, and a very good defensive player. So they'd like to keep him healthy. I know uh, center's kind of a long jam with Harrell. And then, of course, Thomas Bryant is coming off injury, so he should be back at some point to help out this team. But uh, Gafford, to me, is just their best overall center because they need that guy defensively as their anchor, and he's been their anchor uh, since acquiring him in that trade last year at the uh, trade
0: deadline. Beal had 17. Kyle Kuzma had 12. Uh, I'm not even going to – Caldwell Pope. I'm not even going to try. Which, Caldwell Contavious Caldwell Pope. Caldwell KCP. Pope. KCP. Had 11 points, and uh, – your boy Corey kispert had 12 minutes last night he two did, points yes. two assists and two rebounds
5: yeah we'll see how he develops uh <laughs> bertans is playing well
0: yeah bertans with the new contract oh, right now second year of his contract. second year of his contract <laughs> <laughs> that was gafford that got the new contract but yeah bertans had seven points 18 minutes three boards one uh one assist they play again. It's not enough for $82 million or
5: whatever. they're no, paying them,
0: But They yeah. do play again tonight, though. I didn't realize they had a back-to-back. Uh, they host the 3-1 and Atlanta Hawks. So that should be a good one. We'll not have that, though, on the station with uh, the Neil Brown press conference show or the Neil Brown coaches show from 6 to 8 and then Thursday night football from Westwood 1 after 8 p.m. That's on the station tonight. Uh, but the Capitals, they, uh, they still haven't lost in regulation. They've collected at least one point in every game so far this year.
4: Yeah, but they still lost last night.
0: Okay, but do you know who's still scoring goals and hasn't slowed down yet?
3: Uh, two people. To Coming <laughs> to the left side. Cross the blue line here for Schultz. Second unit on. 23 seconds to go. To the top of the right circle is Lars Heller. ringing it through here. Wilson is the man in the middle. Mantha. Passed down low and a chance to the back door.
0: And uh, that was—I think there was about 55 seconds left in the first period there. So it was great to get a goal in for him. That's his eighth of the year already, and there are only a, a few games into the season. I was going
5: to say it seems like he's scoring at a, a higher rate than normal. I Whoa. could be wrong. He, it'll but slow I, down. I believe
4: it's actually his uh, hottest start in his if they career. They played seven games. He's got eight goals. That's typically not what he does. He, even does, though he's he a does lead pretty the league elite in goal goals, scorer, but. Yeah, I this mean, is his fastest start, and it's his seventeenth season. Yeah,
0: he does lead the league in goals, though. So far, early on He's this. On that season. Tom
5: Brady Gatorade. I guess so. I was going to um, say the other player, and Kuznetso. then in the hold on, hold
0: on, and then in the second period, <laughs> Capture will get out to a two nothing, a two nothing lead, just four minutes into the second period, and another guy who needs to show up this season, and so far he has shown up. That's Evgeny Kuznetsov. <laughs> That's courtesy of John Walton and the Caps Radio Network. Uh, Kuznetsov just—it's his fifth goal in seven games.
4: Yeah, it's a pretty good start for him. But as we said, they uh, were up two nothing there, and then blew it. He also lost has three two. He
0: also has five assists, so he's got ten no, points no, he's in seven doing games. Great,
4: but the team, even though as you said, still hasn't lost in regulation. But. Even though it's early in the season, so they still have time to solve it in the playoffs, a loss is a loss, man. That's yeah. what your mentality has to be. A loss is a loss. Yeah, but if they're able to... You pick to- up a point okay. here, okay, but a loss is a loss.
0: Okay, but my, my point here is that they're able to get points so far. They know they're losing, but... You'd rather lose in overtime than lose in regulation because you're still getting one point.
4: I agree with those that, one but point, your mentality has but, to be that a loss is a loss.
0: Those one I mean, points add up.
4: Playoffs, it doesn't matter about points. Yeah. It's a win and a loss.
0: Yeah, but th- those points add up, and they can when you, you're getting better as a team, they help you later on in the season. But th- to my point about Kuznetsov, 41 games played last season. 29 total points, 20 assists and 9 goals. He is four away from tying the amount of goals he had in 41 games in just 7 games so far this year. Wow. And he's going to slow down, it's going to be inevitable. His his season high, his career season high in goals is just 27. That was in 2017-2018. He's only had three 20-goal seasons and the one season he played in all 82 games he had 19 goals, so I don't expect him to be that much of a goal scorer. But the, just the, the pure fact that he's been able to get goals so far this season has just been good to know.
4: Yeah, I agree with that, but I still somewhat disagree with your earlier thing. But we don't have it much does time seem left. So.
5: To me, like the camps have a little bit of a defensive issue yes. early on this season.
0: That they do, and uh, let's again talk about the World Series a little bit. Uh, the Astros tied it up at 1-1 last night after going up after getting a 7-2 win. So a 6-2 victory for the Braves game one, and now a 7-2 win for the Astros in game two. They'll go at it tomorrow night at 8.09 p.m. For Game Three, Game Four will be Saturday at 8.09. Game Five, if uh, Game Five will be Sunday at eight fifteen p.m. So that'll uh, rival Sunday night football. First win for the Astros. The dome open in the postseason. Wow! Look at look at that, Nick. Pulling out stats. You're you're pulling Nicky out v stats. stats. Right now. Nicky V. Pulling a Dicky V with stats. <laughs> um, for. Uh, Glenn Simpson, Matt Faircloth, Craig Hunter for Colin McLaughlin, for Nick Verzalini, I'm Spencer Dupuis saying so long and uh, Nick will talk to you tomorrow I'll talk to you from Huntington tomorrow night on the pregame show. Have a great day everyone